So hello and welcome to our ongoing series of Icons of Relocation podcast. My name is Simon Johnston. I'm the CEO of Icon Relocation, a provider of world-leading home search, moving, technology and property management solutions. Now today, I'm delighted to be joined by two of my colleagues to discuss part of the Icon team that I saw personally feel underlines some of the core differences that we have compared to many of our competitors. The two ladies with us today are Rebecca Gunn and Danny Rowe, who have a key and critical role within our property support team. Furthermore, are central to really how we provide some of our outstanding service in a fast moving market. So morning to you both. How are you? Good morning. Good morning. All good, thank you. How are you? Yeah, all good. It's great to have you here. Good. And great to be talking about this because we all know that property support is one of our key differentials and, and what you guys do is amazing. So perhaps, uh, Rebecca, could you start off just giving an overview about what do you do as a team? Yeah, absolutely. So um, in probably in the last couple of years, we introduced what is called the property support team to our company. And the reason for that really initially was to help support the coordinators in day to day tasks in terms of administration and research and booking viewings to support the relocations of the assignees. That's kind of evolved a little bit in the last year to 18 months in the fact that we now have a hub of research specialists, if you will. So we're connected into the market every day. We have a, a team of people that are doing research and speaking to agents and booking viewings and stuff. And that's allowed us in it allowed us to be able to get information on the housing market on a daily basis, weekly basis, and track trends and where people are moving to, what property available availability is like on the whole, what stock levels are like, which allows us to then feed back to the coordinators and best able to support their assignees and where they, they're going to be living. So it's really, as you said, the hub of our business now, and it's I'm really proud to head up the team. Yeah, I mean, that's a hell of a lot, isn't it? I mean, on top mm -hmm. of that, you have the close relationship with all the, the letting agents as well. Can you expand yeah. on that? Because I know speaking to a lot of people, uh, it's a really fast moving market at the moment and people are looking for how can we be proactive in making mm -hmm. sure that we, we find the properties first. Could either of you two explore that a bit more for me? Danny, do you want to go? Yeah, of course. So um, usually when I get a research brief in, um, depending on the areas, there are a few agents that aren't that don't have corporate teams, for example. Um, so there's a few agents in Richmond, um, which is quite big with, um, you know, one of our clients. So I would call them up and send them the brief directly. Um, you know, I've built quite good relationships with like you know agents in those offices so it then allows me to sort of get off market options um and things you know which is sort of that's the key with a corporate search is trying to get the off market options you know given the best we off markets sorry to jump in I mean, yeah, it's a course. really good point it's such a good point i, I don't usually interrupt but when you say mm -hmm. off market what do you mean by that could you explain that in a bit more detail for those who are not yeah, quite aware yeah no problem so um an off market option would be um it hasn't been launched on the market yet so the agent right. has acquired the property um you know they're looking to obviously rent it on behalf of the landlord um and they would send us that option before it even goes live on Rightmove, zoopla any of the online platforms um yeah so they're the, they're the options that we like to get the most because yeah you know, no one else knows about them. And we're sort of yeah. almost like getting first dibs, if you like. Yeah, absolutely. And because the market is so competitive now, and it has been in the last year, it allows us to be able to have more options to present to clients, which other general public 
don't have access to. So it gives us that edge um, in terms of showing them that properties that meet the brief. So that's really, really important to be able to have access to those. And we only have access to those because we have those existing relationships and ones that we're building in a market that don't necessarily have corporate teams or those that we, you know, because we've had mm. previous conversations with them before, we're making contact with them on a regular basis, which enables us to have the access to the off-market, pro- not that they, you know, they keep them secret in the back pocket because mm. obviously if they've got the properties, they want people to see them because agents in the last few months sometimes haven't had any properties to show in a certain, you know, criteria. Right. So it's not that they're keeping anything back, but it's just if that they know that they've got something on their radar and Danielle's made that contact with that agent because we have that existing relationship they'll say oh actually we do have one that's coming on soon I can probably get access to it tomorrow if I speak to the landlord you want some information Mm. you know do you think it work I haven't got any marketing information for you but from what we've discussed in terms of the brief it does meet it do you want to go ahead and view and in those situations we can then make the call whether it's worth seeing without any physically like viewing seeing pictures or anything like that or pictures from like four years ago for example (laughs) being able to get stuff and access to that which is really really key to basically showing the assignees a good working home search itinerary that's going to be ultimately successful and finding them a home yeah I have to say because for those who don't know I sit in the office obviously with all you and the the whole team Uh, and I know this is the case because you guys on the phone all the time I mean you're just constantly on the phone so it does translate talking about some of the things about uh, the how we gather the data now we have our own in-house case management system and for a lot of people that go well okay fascinating but it kind of is because it's the sort of glue that makes a lot of this work could uh, maybe Becca could you pick up on initially and Danny could you add to it uh, what our case management assistant does and why is it useful in regard to gathering and sharing data Yeah, so ultimately, primarily what it's there for is to gather all of the assignees and cases that we work on on a day to day basis. It's there for the coordinators to add information to as things happen throughout the timeline of their relocation. But more importantly, for us as a property support team, it's there to add properties to track those that we've researched, those that we're viewing and things like that. So we can add properties straight from Rightmove, Zoopla, any main agent player in the, in the field currently. We can right. add everything to our system. And what that we can then do is associate that with a given case file. So an assignee or, you know, a group of assignees if we want to. So we can add the property to the Uh, our system and then we can give some feedback on that property so if we're researching for a particular assignee on that day we can add it to the the system but we can also associate it with that particular assignee and provide that feedback so we can say we've accepted this property because it meets this person's brief or if we've called up or we've explored it and it doesn't work or it's no longer available because obviously we come across that because if we're looking at um, search engines it doesn't always necessarily mean that the properties that are active on online they're actually active in terms of being able to view and make an application for yeah, so we point. do have an accept or reject option when we're adding properties to the system and if we're rejecting it we have to provide some kind of reason as to why and the reason that is important is rather than just only adding stuff that's accepted is so that we can have a better picture as to reasons why we've rejected them so is it that things are being on the market 
longer than they're actually really on the market for? Why was it rejected? Is there a reason it might not be pet friendly? So we're building up other parts of information and data that we can then track and have a look at post a the signees move or in six months time so that we can have a look and say right okay so 30 percent of the properties in this area we rejected because they weren't pet friendly why and that can then open a conversation as to okay this area isn't probably suitable for people that have got pets and or families or xyz things like that the accepted part obviously is the most interesting for us because it means that hopefully we can then book viewings which we can then get our signees in to hopefully make an application on the property and that can be accepted from any point. So meets brief, it's pet friendly, it's compliant because we have um, clients that we have to meet certain compliance criteria for. So we have to mm -hmm. delve into a little bit more specifics and whether the property is suitable, anything really, location, accepts children, things like that. And then we can associate it with that person's um, case file and then they're converted to a viewing and then converted to an offer and tenancy so that we that that property stays throughout the whole journey of that person's case if we want it to we then build entire encyclopedia <laughs> of properties that are associated with that person okay. and then if they already exist on the system and we try to add it again it will tell us and then we can okay. if we want to add it for another person we can then add it to another person who we can then see who is looking at the same properties and why do they have the same brief are they from the same company you know are they in the same age demographic anything really so it just enables us to be it connects all the dots and it's really a smart system and that's it really does help us be efficient in our working and then also and aid us in have that market information because we have access to it when we're adding it to the to wow. the system. Yeah, no, it is extraordinary, isn't it? I mean, Danny, building on that, so we have all that information. Is it easy then to sort of share that information within the the wider team? And does that allow you to sort of communicate better with your colleagues or share intelligence? Definitely. I mean, I picking up on what Becca said about, you know, when we add a property, if it's already been added, um, we can see who the assignee that it was assigned to, um, you know, whether it was accepted, rejected, when we're trying to add it for someone else. So in this instance, the property had already been added and they were waiting on the agents come back and confirm if it was pet friendly, which right. wasn't the case for me. So I didn't need it to be pet friendly. So I was right. adding it. I'd already had a, got a viewing for it. So it's good to see, you know, the team are looking obviously at the same, you know, properties and we can see where they've been assigned. Mm. Um, but also if we have two of us on research and we've got a similar brief, mm. it allows us to share those options with each other as well. So we're, it's almost like we're building the itinerary together. So I'll get sent five options and I'll share them with a member of the team as they hey, have you considered these? Have you been sent these? You know, I've got viewings at these times. Why don't you, you know, and rather than sort of doing the job twice, it's making us more efficient because, you know, when we've got like very similar briefs, we can share those properties. Yeah, it's incredible. So the level of efficiency it brings in. Actually, on this, actually, I thought this might be a quite good time because um, I've done a little bit of number crunching before this. So I just thought I'd like to share this with you. Um, in the last 90 days, so obviously since the start of the year, the property support team has researched and added into the system 3,327 properties. So that's properties that have been pulled in, looked at, considered, accepted, rejected, and moved on. In one period, in one day, 
161 properties were researched and poured into the system to complete silicon slides in one day mm -hmm. uh, and of that day 66 viewings were booked by you as a team now that's mm -hmm. only possible with extraordinary levels of efficiency so I, quite again, good, aren't they? pretty good <laughs> yeah 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 you guys amazing <laughs> I, i'm not even hiding this fact um a few more figures to add to this because i like figures figures are fun um, over that same period, 123 uh, agents had different offices. Uh, in total, over on the average last two years, over 6,000 different agents' offices have been tracked. So that's you know, who we know they are, what the offices, the details, contacts, what properties they've had. Over 6,000 and over 30,000 properties have been considered and reviewed and pulled in. I mean, just to get some scale for anybody listening, um, that's what you guys are doing. I mean, what a level of efficiency. Um, which kind of goes on to another question. So we have this knowledge and awareness. And again, I, I look to you for guidance on this because you, you guys do really understand what's happening. How would you explain the housing market at the moment? Uh, Becca, could I start with you? What would be your overview? Yeah, I mean, obviously, you and I have spoken about this a couple of times on this podcast mm. before. And unfortunately, it's my opinion and mm. the market itself hasn't really changed from what we've spoken about previously it's still the same kind of situation it's still very competitive there is still situations where agents are leaving things on the open market when aren't necessarily available to view however it, it's allowed us to be able to adjust our working and communication within the team in order to still get the results that we're getting so right. it doesn't necessarily mean it's a negative thing it's just that we adjusted the way we work and the way we're capturing properties in order to still be successful and what I mean by that is because we're having access to the market on a regular basis we've got the property support team we're communicating with the coordinators all the time we've got access to briefs because the system is so open to view in terms of across the company we can have access to the briefs before we're actually booking the viewing so the team check their briefs a week in advance we're making sure that we're going on when we're booking the home searches to make sure that the briefs are in line with realistic expectations and making sure that they are workable so if we, we go to book a home search and the team are looking at the brief and we we're going back to the coordinators and saying look we've done a, a search in a similar area with a sim similar brief and a similar budget in the last week and it's not really worked out if they were to adjust it by this this and this they'd be more successful and it allows right. us to be more communicative with the assignee at that point so that they are more aware of the situation currently in the market so that they can adjust their brief accordingly to make it more successful on day one which is right. our ultimate goal and because we're doing stuff, you know, I'm talking mostly London and, and the surroundings now, but because we're mm -hmm. speaking with the agents and we're doing research all the time, we know where the stock levels are best. We know where they're, where they're depleted. So if we get a brief from a, a coordinator and it is specifically in one area that we know that we've struggled with in the last month, we can go mm -hmm. back to them and say, look, yes, we can include this area, but it might be a good idea to suggest them at other locations as well. And we've noticed that for a one bedroom at this amount that's furnished, the stock levels are good elsewhere in this area, suggest to them here. And it just opens that conversation a bit more. It allows them to be more informed as a coordinator and informed as an assignee so that they can then make the best decision in order to have successful home search. So 
that's how everything ties in and it allows us to be basically more informative and collective as a team and so that we are basically sending the same message and the correct one so uh, managing I, expectations mm. as well absolutely so if yeah. we're doing that from the get-go mm. then even if you know we've made it very clear that you know they potentially need to increase their budget or the they should be looking in other surrounding areas if they're not willing to increase their budget we're setting those expectations from the start then right. if we don't get a lot of viewings on that day we've we've done all we can and we've provided all the information that we have yeah. access to right. you know and then to a certain extent then it, you know it is what it is something's got to give give absolutely <clears throat> so yeah, the being to... prepared isn't it is having, having yeah. that information up front allows you to make better decisions which allows you to get better outcomes i guess sorry yeah, okay you yeah, i was just going to say so in answer to your question the market currently yeah. is pretty much the same you know <clears throat> okay. things are at the the price level they have been nothing's really dramatically increased which is i suppose positive there's it's not continuing to incline however we're not in a season where we would have seen that historically year on year so i think the time will tell when we get into spring summer and mm -hmm. prices start fluctuate at that point because we have obviously a lot of tenancy renewals around that time because we have a higher number of people moving historically during those you know those months so i suppose we'll see at that point whether there will be an in, influx in in increase in rent things have stayed how they have been i think i would say is a fair suggestion six months danny everything has really stayed at a similar point in terms Pretty of much, yeah. pricing <clears throat> okay. stock levels have fluctuated dramatically during that time but not necessarily as a whole you know think i wouldn't be able to say you know there's been nothing in this time but there's been loads in another it just depends on location and i think that's because people are picking a location that's good at that time and then depleting those stock levels and then they're just moving on so at one point canary wharf there was nothing and now really? we're but finding there was that, so much property stock yeah. that's extraordinary isn't it yeah and things are if there is nothing it means that there's nothing available right now, but things are being advertised more further in advance in order to still capture properties at a time that they will be available. So that lead time is is bigger. And Islington and the north surrounding like Angel Islington is notoriously difficult for us at the moment, I think. Mm -hmm. Don't you? Yeah, 100%, 100%. And going back to Canary Wharf. Um, mm. So when I sort of first started doing research when I first joined Icon, um, so we're looking at like summer last year, I dreaded a Canary Wharf home search because it didn't matter what the budget was. There was just no, like there just wasn't enough stock there at all. And then recently, um, I actually quite like the Canary Wharf searches because there is so much. And then, you know, you're looking at sort of 10 to 12 viewings, obviously, you know, fingers crossed. Um, but I have had a 10 to 12 viewing um, itinerary recently in Canary Wharf so it just shows how much it's changed but yeah I think Angel Islington as Becca said has always yeah. been a bit tricky for us. But it does That's show the value of you guys doesn't it I mean the fact yeah. that you can actually see that in real time and communicate that back in real time I mean that's extraordinary. Yeah. <laughs> yeah absolutely i mean it's as obviously danny said the the viewings in canary wharf are are fine <clears throat> as long as you've got a move-in date of like april yes yeah that's <laughs> april, another thing yeah <laughs> so um although yes things are a bit better there in terms of stuff that's presented to us it doesn't okay. necessarily mean that it, it's enabled to be a quick move-in so we're still having to you know guide the clients and assignees about 
a time amount that's required in temporary accommodation and just managing those expectations as well. So things are just changing regularly, which is why it's so important for us to have that communication with coordinators and, and having a dedicated team that are in the market the whole time because yeah. things are changing so frequently and ultimately the coordinators don't have time to have that concentrated amount of time speaking to the agents and looking at viewings because mm. obviously their time's dedicated in guiding and aiding the assignees and having the case files so the team is definitely Mm-hmm. growing and being really beneficial to the the overall success of the company which totally is agree really, with really, that. really good <laughs> yeah no you guys are amazing we, we, we're you know I've, I've said it so much I, I i think we go is fantastic so can i just maybe finish with a little bit of fun you, you covered so many areas but um can we sort of pull out some maybe some top tips from your perspective because you are the, the research experts what will be some sort of good tips we could share with, say, a relocating assignee who's listening to this and going, OK, what can I do to be proactive? What sort of good tips could I do or could you sort of suggest to really help them with the success in regards to maybe budgets, timelines, pets, whatever you think is the relevant conversation? Uh, can I ask you for some ideas? Yeah. Danny, do you want to go ahead first? or um, You start. I'll jump, okay. I'll jump in. <laughs> <laughs> so my stand on this is the same as what it has been previously i think you people need to be open to changing what their ideal is uh, right right from the word go and okay. yes we can work with a with a brief that is this is my ideal but then that you know the expectations need to be shifted a little bit just okay. not it doesn't mean that things aren't there that we can find it just allows an opportunity to have access to more viewings to then when you're seeing them in person it might your your ideal might change a little bit so just being a little bit more optimistic on things and and being open to seeing stuff that might not be in the first instance your what you'd really want but there okay. might be a few tweaks and then price point that we're not seeing as much um like offering where we're you know you need to offer over the asking price or you've got a competing off multiple competing offers that doesn't seem to be the norm at the moment where we've got like four or five competing offers that we then need to go massively over asking price Mm -hmm. but just be aware of the price don't have a look online for your oh well I can get a one bed for this amount because it's not giving you a true story so just be aware that what you think that you're going to be spending you're probably going to need to be spending two to three hundred pounds more a month than you think that you want to spend yeah. i think also so, building on that sorry uh, Becca, i think with the signees as well they tend to have my friend like said there's a lot of properties in islington for 1500 pounds well that just isn't the case um it might have been x amount of years ago but it, that's not the case now right. so it's all well and good your friends family their friends family giving them this advice but that's not a true representation of the market as it is now mm-hmm. so again it's that having that open mindedness and that you know flexibility in what they're actually looking for yeah yeah so yeah, really understanding and- what's the market done the last year or so and, and making sure you're current and you're thinking yeah absolutely because okay. things are changing so frequently and we just as well although that we had a point last year where people were having to view independently quite a lot because the viewing slots just were so rigid you know agents weren't flexible when when we could do viewings or not necessarily because of their rigid diaries just because um tenants were only allowing access certain times and stuff like that 
things seem to be a little bit easier on that front, but still be open minded and flexible in terms of your availability in order to view outside of home search day, just okay. because it allows you to have more opportunity to view stuff that is relevant to your brief, which then could have gone if you wait to view it on another dedicated home search day. So just being flexible on, on their schedule as well is really important just to be able to view stuff that is suitable. Right. OK, so I'm hearing sort of be flexible and be up to date, be current um, using information. So probably the two biggest um, guys from Ecos. I just want to say thank you. I also just want to make sure that everybody knows for any of our relocating clients and signees, by the way, listening to this, we also have a system called AreaWise, which is a free platform we give to our clients um, where they can access all our data. It gives an overview about what stock levels are looking like, average rent ranges. It does mathematical averages in these locations. So if anybody's listening to this and you're about your relocation, when you engage with us, we'll give you free access to this. It's a wealth of data. It's a way of sort of harmonizing or catching the data that this team here utilizes into the system. So please bear that in mind. Uh, that's, why, that's amazing. Um, I really don't think there's much more we can add apart from <laughs> just a huge thank you to you two because uh, the property support in the last year, I think has transformed the way that we're finding properties. I can see this, I can look at the figures and the data here. On the other screen we are finding properties as quick as we were before the housing market exploded and that's only because of really the efficiency that you guys are bringing so purely from my point of view mm -hmm. thank you so much thank you for joining us uh it'd be thank great fun to come us. back and revisit this maybe <laughs> later in the year so thank yeah, you yeah absolutely <laughs> all right we'll take care of you both and i'll speak to you again soon thank you thank Perfect. you thank you